a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. I'm back doing another episode of Where Are They Now? And for those of you who hadn't heard the first episodes of the series, I will recap. As you know, I coach a lot of people. And of course, you have heard me coaching people live on this podcast with my Coaching with Kimmy episodes. I also have a ton of clients who I send off into the world after coaching them personally. And it's so amazing and rewarding when I hear countless success stories and read thousands of emails of previous clients updating me on how their life has improved and often how they find love. So I do these Where Are They Now episodes to inspire and motivate you by hearing what happens to people after I work with them. And whether that is on a podcast or working with them over time as clients, I hope you listen to these and get inspired by people's successes and and know that success can happen to you too, even if you don't think so. (laughs) And it also starts with a call. And that's what happened with this beautiful woman who I'm bringing on today. Um, I actually met her through a workshop that we did, and she decided to hop on a free call that I offered. And we just were exploring ideas, how she could date without anxiety and attract a healthy relationship because history had it that she wasn't attracting that. So she decided after the phone call to invest in coaching with me because she realized she needed some direction and how to do that. She had come out of a series of some toxic relationships with narcissistic tendencies, and she knew that there were things she needed to work on, such as putting herself first, setting boundaries, getting out of her head, which all, by the way, contributed to her attracting these kind of lopsided relationships where she wasn't getting her needs met, but she just didn't know how, right? And, you know, as we were talking and as I was getting to know her, I come to find that you know, she she wanted a family. She didn't know where to meet people. She knew she had a lot of requirements. But then again, there was this dynamic of her not putting herself first. And she wasn't sure she was communicating her feelings effectively. She wasn't sure about, you know, her own needs and an own awareness because she was so like focused on the other people and other guys. Um, After doing a ton of reflection and work on herself, she learned to express herself, gain her sexy confidence, set boundaries. And because she learned all that and to put herself first, she attracted this great guy in her life. I'm so excited, but I'll let her tell the rest. Welcome, Mary. Mary, you there? Hi, Kimmy. Hi. Oh my God. (laughs) I was so excited to do this with you. And Wow. What a journey. I mean, we were talking a little bit off air, just like how, how much you've shifted. And obviously there were like a lot of different reasons for that, but I'd love for you to just share a little bit, like, gosh, do you remember that woman back then that I was describing? (laughs) What was your life like? I do. I just remember feeling like very like stuck and kind of like, um, like, not being satisfied with like where things had been and wanting to like move to like a better 
place, but like, kind of, like you said, I wasn't sure. Like, I felt like I needed support in doing that because I'm like so busy and I have all these other things going on in my life and this is really important to me. And so I wanted to like put some time and attention into it and like utilize somebody who like knows what they're doing Um, because like friends and family are always like very well intentioned, but if it's not what they do for like their work, it's like, you wouldn't go see like, you know, like a lawyer, if you wanted like surgery on your knee. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm like, yeah. So I was like, well, it makes sense to like work with somebody who like makes this like a priority in their lives. And like, they kind of like, like does it for their Mm-hmm. work and cares about it and is passionate about it and like has experience with it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's why I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. I love, and I love that you did that. And it's so true, you know, and I think another thing is, and you listening probably feel this as well is that your family and friends know you a certain way. Right. And of course they love you. And, and a lot of times the advice is, Oh, you're great. You know, it's just the guys or they may not give you the advice that you really need to hear and they're attached to you in an emotional way. So it is hard to get like that advice. Like you said, you know, well, also because like, it's not their area of expertise. So like give you advice that's very biased based on their own personal experience. Whereas like that's right. you have like seen so many relationships, like you've made this, like your life's work for like however long you've made it like a long time. And you've seen like the breadth and depth of like the way things like work in relationships with people, you know? And it's also not like all your friends and family are, you know, necessarily in like, this doesn't mean they're all in a great relationship, but then okay, <laughs> right. advice for that either does that really make sense probably not it's not logical right right yeah (laughs) it's so true it's so true well I would love for you to describe um because certainly like we're just saying in words some of what was going on um but like before you picked up that phone and we had that chat together or you came to that workshop walk us through a little bit what your life was like like you know, what was your dating life like? How are you feeling? You know, what, what was going on? Um, well, like my dating life, I had put on pause because like, I just Mm -hmm. wanted to like focus on myself. Like I had been in a relationship now it ended like over like a year ago and it ended, but it was like, it was basically like something that I felt like started off and then I wasn't understanding like what the other person was saying. Like they were sending kind of mixed signals about like wanting to be a committed relationship or not. And like they would, it would be like, yes. And like myth and yes. And so it's like, I didn't understand at the time that like that is like, should be treated like, no, like they don't, you know? And so Mm -hmm. like that would became like, it was like an on off on. And then I had given it like a deadline and I terminated it at the deadline, but in the meantime, like it was sort of like causing problems for me. And I didn't appreciate that, like just staying in it, even though like there wasn't any kind of clear path forward, Mm. um, was going to have like such a detrimental effect Mm -hmm. on me. (laughs) And then like, you know, and, and like between the two of us too, you know, versus like, if I had just like cut it short, like sooner. So I was kind of like, wow, I'm kind of making these decisions that, I think are reasonable, but turning out to not really actually be useful to my life. And so I wasn't feeling 
great about that. And so I don't know, I kind of had a feeling like, okay, now it's like time for me to meet somebody. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I was going to, I wasn't sure exactly when, but I felt like I needed to do a lot of like shifting of things in my own life to like, and to be a little bit more confident about how to like navigate like these things and kind of like you say, to like focus on like what's important to me and have that be like the primary thing and not mm-hmm. be like distracted by other stuff and like how to like really kind of key in and turn into other people or communicate with them. Like, you know, and also like how to communicate my needs in a way that's like, doesn't push people away. Like certain people may be pushed away and then that's fine, but like they're not being pushed away because of the way you've said it. They're being, maybe they're right. pushed away because they're just like not at that space in their life or they're not a good fit, but like how to communicate things in a way that is like, overall like light and friendly and kind and nice, but like still be really clear about like kind of like what, you know, you want and the boundaries and stuff. And so a lot of it, I was like not even aware of things mm. that I w- might've been doing that was more of like keying into like the other person versus focusing on myself. So mm-hmm. yeah. So that has gotten like way better. Oh my God. Has it, I mean, it, it's, it's huge. Um, I think, you know, that theme of, uh, just you kind of not really even, it's almost like you weren't even caring or aware of your needs because you were so focused on just the relationship or making it work or staying in something, even though you didn't necessarily like it or knew that there were some, you know, problems with it. You, you, I think for the first time really started pulling in and saying, Hey, what is it that I want? What is it that I'm feeling? And because of that, you attracted something different. And I think that is so key because I, so many, and your caretaker, I mean, that was one thing that, you know, that we really were like recognizing, you know, with what you do for a living with just like how you are in general. And so when you're so focused on other people, you end up attracting lopsided relationships because you're so, you know, focused on them versus yourself. Yeah. And I think like, I agree with all of that. And also I think that I was sort of like putting my trust in like someone, you know, and other people, right? like, you know, and kind of just being like very like trusting that like, or that, or, or thinking that somebody would be like me, like, like, I'm like, I would never lead someone to believe something if it weren't true. Like, or I wouldn't Mm. create a big lie or like, I wouldn't do something if I thought it would be harmful to the other person, especially if they've expressed to me, like something that's important to them. Like I wouldn't do that. And so like, I like kind of trusted like that other people wouldn't either. And then I had to learn that like, you can't expect everyone to be like you Mm. and you actually have to like start assessing for yourself, like very carefully, like, is this a person of their word? Is this a person of integrity? Is this a person that like, is in fact, like, trustworthy do they follow through with what they say like how are their answers are they wishy-washy or are they clear and so it's like you know and then like also it's like that and then also like constantly giving people the benefit of the doubt and like Mm. letting their external situation like kind of rationalize like their behavior that maybe I didn't like or I had a problem with but like felt compassion for because of like their external situation. And then now I'm kind of more like, well, maybe that's your external situation, but like, 
if it was my external situation, like I wouldn't behave the same way or like, yes, or like, yeah. yeah, or like, okay, that's your external situation. That's fine. But it's still not like where I want or what I want to be in life. So it that's, doesn't work for me. But yeah. before I would just keep like giving them the benefit of the doubt and be like, oh, they're going through this, they're going through that. It's like really tough. And like, I'll just be patient. And it's like, oh. that didn't ever work out in any way that was good for me, like at all. Oh my God. That is so, I am so glad you said that. And you said it in a way that I think is really going to land with so many people who, who stay in something because they, they try to make it work and they just trust that other people are going to be like them. I love how you're saying that. Cause the other thing is too, I think there's this notion that, well, it'll work itself out. Like, you know, we can work on it together and, you know, like there's this kind of, um, almost over positive, you know, uh, thinking or like magical thinking, as I call it, um, yeah. that is it's just going to work out. Right. <laughs> well, he'll change or yeah, things will come around. Well, and, and I think part of it is, you know, avoiding the conflict or being a people pleaser. Like you're just hoping that, you know, you just have this like eternal hope that things will work out because you're maybe wired that way, but you're so right. That doesn't mean that other people are wired that way and you can't change that. So you got to come from what you, what you want and who you are. Yeah, because, like, not everybody I realize is, like, interested in, like, self-growth and becoming, like, yes. a different person or transforming. And then that's so huge because, like, it's, like, oh, okay, it's taken me personally a lot to be, like, aware of, like, some of the things that get me into situations that I end up feeling not satisfied with. Mm. And then deciding I want to change it. And then actually doing all the work, which is time and energy to like change it. And so it's like, I realized I was like, oh my God, to think someone else would do that. It's like really a tough ask. Like, yeah. <laughs> like because maybe they don't want to change. Like they probably don't. If you're telling them and it's not coming from them primarily, it's coming from you. It's probably not going to work, you know? But I also had people telling me like in the one relationship I had, they're like, oh, this person's great. And you know, it's just the first few years of this kind of situation where things are bad, but then it gets better and everything. And so those things kept me staying because I'm like, oh no, this is such a great person. And they're just in such a tough situation. I know it's going to get better. And then I realized like, like, no, it's their character. Their character is showing right now the fact that they don't have resilience to handle a difficult situation. And they're responding in a way that like, I don't respect. Mm -hmm. It's not helping me in our relationship. Like it's actually eroding our relationship. Like it's very destructive and I'm like, it's not the external factors. Like, yeah, they're in a difficult situation, but it's their character that's Mm -hmm. driving it because not everybody would react in the same way. And so I don't know. I realized I was giving a lot of people a huge amount of leeway, but it's like, I wouldn't do that with myself. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if I was in a challenge, I've been in challenging situations and I haven't been like, well, now I'm just going to act like X, Y, Z. And I can justify it by saying like, I have this bad situation happening. You know, I realized yeah. that, like, no, I'm like, I don't have to, like, people don't have to act like that way. So I'm just, oh my like, God. excuses for them. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that's a good segue into, like, you know, as we started coaching together, the things that you were learning, because actually you had started dating a guy that, that you saw that dynamic with and you were able to, you know, break from that as well. But I'd love for you to share maybe, you know, a couple of aha moments or skills that you gained as we were working together that helped you with all this? 
Um, I think it was like real. One of the things was like realizing that I didn't like it. Like, <laughs> I know, right? Um, like, like it didn't like it yeah. didn't feel good to me, and mm-hmm. to not like brush that aside yeah. or dismiss it or like find a reason for it mm-hmm. or think, oh, it's gonna get better or think, oh my god, well this poor person's like family member has cancers in the hospital and like now they're having job like you know they may have to change jobs and like they you know so I'm just like okay true true and like unrelated like true they have that true they have that true that makes them like less available but like unrelated to the fact like it's completely has nothing to do with the fact that like it doesn't work for me you know like it doesn't mean that like I give it I'm just like oh yeah it's fine like this is great because like I gave it I feel like plenty of time I was always really nice about it. I never got mean and nasty. I never got sarcastic. I never, Mm -hmm. well, one time I've gotten a tiny bit sarcastic, but I think it went over his head. Um, and, Uh and I just stayed really kind and everything about it. But then eventually I was just like, he, I have so much empathy for what's going on with you. I have all the empathy in the world. And like, at the same time, like, this isn't like what I want to be doing with my life right now. Like I want to be building a connection with somebody and like, it just seems to me like you're not available. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we've taken this huge to like a whole new level, like a whole new art form. I, was just, I like, just, yeah, wait, I want to <laughs> want to pause there because um, you listening just to catch you up on what Mary's talking about is that, you know, you started dating a guy that had a lot going on in his life, right? Like there was just a lot of things. And to your point, it wasn't his fault. Like all of those things were real, but I remember getting texts from you, like just, you know, in the beginning where that, like the, the old patterns, you know, where you had anxiety when you wouldn't hear from him and it was kind of like touch and go and you were trying to make it work. And it was like that, that default button that was happening. And I loved how we worked through that. Cause I think just with that experience, you started gaining some of that power, having your voice, learning the, I feel message, you know, how you can set the boundary with them, him. And what was so cool in the end, he respected you even more when you said, look, this is how I feel. This is how it is. And I bow out, you know, in, in the nicest way possible. And he was like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, he was really nice about it, very understanding and everything. And, like, he was a good person, you know, but I'm just like, okay, well, like, just because he's a good person doesn't mean he's, like, the right person for me. Like, yeah, but but there wasn't a reason for, you know, and so, yeah, like, it just, yeah. And so initially I was feeling like that anxiety and discomfort. Mm -hmm. I remember telling you, I feel so uncomfortable about this. I feel so uncomfortable. And I realized that, like, I don't want to feel like that uncomfortable feeling and I don't have to feel that uncomfortable feeling it's not necessary like I don't need it like and so like you are super encouraging that you're like yeah don't discount that feeling like that feeling Mm -hmm. you're having is real because I in fact I would used to discount it in favor of some other thing Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and so like you were really helpful and like no don't discount that and you were kind of like Mm, yeah, I don't know about this person. <laughs> and I'm right. like, well, let's see. Let me see what happens after, you know, this person, their family member gets home from the hospital. Let me see if anything. And then it just like, it was still like very static. And then I was just like, yeah, no, like I need to just call this. And mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. they, and he responded in a really, really beautiful way too. So Aww. it was, it worked out well. <laughs> it did. And and these are the types of things that I love doing when I'm coaching people, like on a private level, because I'm able to like 
like I was able to help you through it in time as the texts were coming through, as things were happening, which often, you know, in order to break a pattern, you have to work on the actual action that's happening, you know, in the moment. And so that it's more tactical and learning how to, you know, go through some of these moments. Cause I remember, and this is something like this topic, I think could be a whole other episode, but like how many times, especially as women, we come up with stories in our heads of why the guy disappeared or why he's giving us breadcrumbs or why, 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 but like, we always think about the story. And I think what you got to do in this experience is that it really didn't matter the, the why it was, in, it was the matter of like how it landed with you. And was it okay with you? Cause the truth is it, it doesn't matter why a guy pulls back. It really does not. What matters is how it is for you. And I think you really like, it just kind of clicked and you're like, you know what? I don't like this regardless of his brother being sick. You know, I, I am in a different place. I want someone who's available and you're right. It should be easy. It should not be this hard. It should not be this touch and go. It should just be easy. And I think you're experiencing that with this guy, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but does it, it, did you feel that too? Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. You know, and it was so good that like just listening to my own, like being aware of my own feelings of discomfort Mm -hmm. and like, and actually treating them like they were important. (laughs) Like, you know, that was huge, you know? And then it was a matter of like, me, like, how do I navigate this? Like, how do I communicate things in a way that's like, you know, kind and empathetic or fun, mm-hmm. and not so heavy and intense and whatever. Like I'm like, because I'm like, I don't like this, but I don't want to like be trying to like blame someone or like saying something, you know, mean to them or whatever. Yes. Or, like, I'm not, I'm just like, I don't like it. So I'm just like, how do I, like, what do I do about this? Cause I was like, Oh, let me. And there was times where you're like, I'm like, well, let me see how this goes. <laughs> like, you probably would have ended it like way sooner. Um, uh-huh. Not that I let it go on too long, but I was like, and you're like, well, I could say that, you know, and then I kind of was able to come up with my own things too. Once I got a sense from you of like, oh, this is sort of like the vibe that you can kind of bring to it or yes. a way a different word, different like language you can use to like, you know, be positive, but at the same time, like set your boundaries and stuff like that. Well, and that's what was so beautiful for me to see is that, and I think what you're alluding to is the trust and and the trust within yourself. I think um, when we did the deeper work and tying some of those trust issues with, you know, people you've lost in your life and and just like other things that were kind of coming up for you around that, it was, it was so crucial for you to see that you have the skills. You just, I think we're constantly like, you know, really second guessing yourself and, you know, by you gaining that confidence too, like Mary, you had amazing texts back to him and the way that you communicated, like you have the skills. I just don't think you believed it and that you trusted it based on some of your other experiences. I, yes. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, oh my gosh. All right. So, oh, and let's not forget about the uh, new pictures that you got. Can we just talk a little bit of that? Because I think it's a good segue into this new guy too. (laughs) Yeah, no, the new pictures were great. Like I was, I found, like, so a friend of mine had gotten some pictures on Facebook and I was like, your pictures are so beautiful. I'm like, what the heck? And it's like, 
you know, where the same like area I live. And she was like, oh, I have a friend and he and his wife like take pictures. Like she'll set up. And so I was like, okay. And you were like, you need to get your makeup done. I'm like, what? You're like, (laughs) and your hair done. I'm like, seriously? Like, so I'm up at like five and 30 in the morning. I can't believe it. Cause they're all like, you have to be there at eight. Cause that's when the best lighting is. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's been forever since I've had to get up this early. I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, oh my God. But you're right. And um, (laughs) it was good to just like get it done, you know? And so the pictures are super fun. Oh my God. Not just fun. They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. Well, and I remember because you took... um, also the six week class that was co-ed the dating by design. And I remember the guys giving you feedback of like, you know, when you wore that black outfit and it, and then remember you had pictures of you, like, like almost like home Depot. <laughs> it's just weird. I did not see them as home Depot, but like apparently enough people commented on it that I'm like, okay, I guess I'm seeing it totally different than the rest right. of the world. <laughs> so, okay. so your marketing was off. So I feel like that was another thing that you gained is that just like really owning that sexy confidence and showcasing that side of you so that you just had better advertisement because you're so gorgeous and you're this hot, like, you know, Latin dancer, like, oh my God, like it was just, it was amazing. And so, all right, so let's get into where you are now. You attracted this great guy, like share the story of how you met him. Um, yeah, well, we met on an app, so, um, which is very common these days, right? Very. Wait, was it with the new pictures, right? Um, I had some of my new pictures up, I think I need, I should check. Um, I definitely had put them up. So yeah, I'm pretty sure he, saw them at some point um and then um yeah 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 no at least some of them were up for sure um and so we went to like a little dance class like um so we met like once a week for like a dance class and so and then like the third week we went to get ice cream afterwards and the fourth week we went to get like some tacos afterwards and it was just really nice because it was just like a nice way to get to know someone slowly because like Mm -hmm. I just I've, my intention has been wanting to like get to know someone like slowly over time, you know, because Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's more comfortable for me. Um, and so seeing somebody like once a week and then, you know, like it's, it was really nice. And then, um, we did like a cooking class and then we were able to like spend more time together. And then we, you know, then we did something else where we could spend a little more time together, like talk, talking and stuff because those were all kind of like activity dates but they're nice because like they were just like nice because you could just like you have the activity but like you're in this person's presence you can talk to each other a little bit so you can like start getting to know them without Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. so much like they're like sitting at a dinner table when you're like facing the other person I think people can feel uncomfortable or pressured I know sometimes like I feel awkward at those kinds of dates so these were really nice. Um, oh my God. Well, t- tell us a little bit about his personality and how this feels different. Um, I just felt like he had a really calm personality and he was like, um, just seemed like a really generally like nice person. And he was like very open about things. Like, you know, some people I have had experience with dating, like they don't really they almost feel like you must feel like there's some sort of like little mystery. Like they don't like, they're not very like open talking about themselves. Like, mm-hmm. and you're like, why is that? Like, and so 
was very open, which I appreciated. And, um, like, and like, um, and just super nice and like kind of like a very like gentlemanly and considerate person. And like, you know, I thought he was cute. So I feel like that helps. And like, for me, like, I just were able to have like interesting conversations and mm. I feel like he doesn't take things too seriously, which is nice. Cause I try, I like to not take things too seriously either. And he likes dancing and I like dancing. So that's great. We have, you know, a couple, and he's sort of like, you know, has this like creative aspect, which mm-hmm. like I appreciate because I have, you know, I kind of like enjoy creative things too, even though my, you know, I have like my, my, I guess my day job. And so I don't know, I just always feel very like comfortable. Like I never felt like, um, anxious about things with him. That's so I feel it. like that was a good sign. Yes. What you just said is so key. I think, and that, that's what we're talking about, like how comfortable it is and how easy it can be is when you don't have that angst or anxiety, you know, like all those qualities that you talked about is, was like a breath of fresh air for you, you know, like just having it be so easy. And sometimes it almost feels too easy. It's it, it's weird. Cause when you're so used to like the touch and go and the breadcrumbing and blah, 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 blah. It's like, wait a second do I trust this? Is this, this, this real, you know? And, and the fact that it was that easy with all the interests and he just seems like such a different kind of guy that you've broken, even like, no matter what happens from here, like you broke a pattern for yourself because you were different. And I think now you're able to recognize and have that awareness of what feels really good for you. And that's what I love about this whole thing. Yeah, I know it's great because it was like night and day. I'm just like, oh mm-hmm. my God, this feels like so different to not, yeah, have be like angsty about anything and just feel like yes. oh, this person on the other end is like stable and secure and like good. Not that things are boring. Stable and secure isn't boring. Stable and secure is like peace of mind and calmness. And then there's other things that are exciting, like, oh, like, you know, a conversation or like we're doing dancing or we're going to do this activity. And like, that's the exciting part, but the like, um, you know, like the, the, the stability and security part, like having that base there, like not wondering like what this person's doing, you know, from, wow. like he would always follow through with what he said and not other, mm-hmm. not everybody does that. Like they'll say this and then, you know, they don't necessarily follow through. So that integrity was like very, like, it just felt, feels good. It feels like good to be in the presence of somebody who like, does what they say, says what they do. Say what they mean. Oh my God. Yes. I, you know what? I just want to highlight. You said something so brilliant that I think I, I, I just want people to hear. I love that you said just because it feels secure doesn't mean that it's boring. That's huge. Cause I think sometimes when you get so used to the pattern of the up and down, that adrenaline rush rush that you feel, I call it that intermittent reinforcement type of dynamic where you you somebody says something, they don't do it, but then they throw you a crumb and then you get excited and then the adrenaline rush happens. It's like this like kind of toxic, you know, um reinforcement that ends up happening with things. And I love that you said, you know the security and the consistency does not mean that it's boring. And I love that you're experiencing that. That is just, that's huge. Yeah, no. Yeah. From, I'm just like super happy with it. I yeah. feel very, very happy. I'm like, 
glad. Like, oh my gosh. Well, yeah. and you're about to go on a trip together and, and you yeah, guys for kinda... like, yeah, for a week, yeah. it's an international trip. And Yay. like, and so I'm just like super excited about that. I'm like, there's nothing boring about that. I'm like, that's super exciting. <laughs> so we're like planning this, planning that, what do we need to do all these things? So Aww. it's really fun. I'm yeah. So happy for you. Well, and as any relationship, you know, there's different phases in dating and, you know, you're, you're kind of moving towards the relationship part of the dating phase where you kind of are committed and just, you're going to see where it goes. Are there some things that are coming up for you now that, um, cause it, that always happens, right? You get to the next phase. You're like, okay, so I got this great guy. Now there's some things coming up again, <laughs> you know? So is there anything that you wanted to share about that and that I could help you with? Yeah. Um, what would be great is like, I know stuff with like trust, I think Mm. is like a big one for me just from like things in the past. Like I've just had like multiple people like lie to me about things. Um, And then I ended up giving them a pass and like, I'm planning on like making sure like in the next couple of days, I'm like, I'm on this little forgiveness thing where I just like forgive everybody just like Mm -hmm. wipe it off my slate. You know, at the same Mm -hmm. time, like maybe that has something to do with why I'm just like, I want to take things like really slow, but it's also because like, I want to take things really slow because I feel like if I do that, maybe they're more likely to last. Although I don't know if that's really Mm -hmm. true. Like, so I'm just sort of like, not sure how to, you know, kind of navigate those things, including trust with respect to like fidelity and Mm -hmm. like what that looks like and everything. and. So like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is a big thing, especially as you date later in life is that, you know, most people, if you're over 30, you've experienced some other relationships that either didn't work out or you've been hurt. And I know Mary, like you and I have talked about some of the hurt that you've experienced. And so what happens is the guard goes up because you don't want it to happen again. That's where the trust factor. So there's a tug of war that happens because what, you know, you fear something, but you also want it. And then, um, it's easier to just slow it down and maybe block it. So you don't have to deal with it. Right. And I think that's where you're, you're asking. It's like, you know, how, how much like just to interject super quick, like just interject. It's also because like, I've had prior relationships too, where I feel like the physical part moves fast, but then like, yeah, but then it, but then like, there's this phenomenon where I like, I overlook these like key issues that like are Mm -hmm. really important issues because like the physical stuff kind of like overtakes that because of, I don't know, all the hormones or whatever. And so I'm just like, ah, like it's better to like get to know someone slowly before that kind of happens because then you can really not have that like major distraction you know but I don't know but then it's like I don't know it's like I don't know like yeah well let me let me help you a little and obviously like we still are going to be coaching together because now you're in the next phase and we'll have deeper talks around this but I know that you know you guys are about to spend some time together and I think it'd be good to just send you off with some things. I mean, the notion is, is that like, we all have somewhat of a guard up and, you know, you might have like your armor on. Right. And so either extreme isn't good, right? Like you don't want to strip all your armor off and stand there naked without any kind of protection, (laughs) you know, but you also don't want to keep everything 
like around you, like this brick wall and the armor on where it's so thick that then it prevents from, you know, you getting at least closer or collecting data for yourself and allowing that trust to happen. So the notion is it's somewhere in between and it should be progressing in a way that feels really comfortable for you. And in, in essence, like for the physical part, for instance, um, if you've had a history where it, you have had that happen really fast and then you didn't build enough of the emotional, that tends to happen a lot. And so what, what you had experienced before is that the way that you felt with a guy and the way that you connected was the physical. Now we've reversed engineered it. You're learning how to build an emotional connection that will lead to the physical. And it's very different for you. So I, I love that you're taking it slow and it, and, and I think that with this journey, you don't have to put um, like a timeline on it. You don't have to say, well, in three months, then I'll have sex, you know, for instance. I, I don't believe in that because, you know, things might progress very naturally when you guys are away and as you deepen talks. But I also don't think you have to like jump into the pool either. So I think part of it's time, part of it's data collection, and part of it is really um, deepening and strengthening the emotional connection so that you feel safe doing some physical stuff. And by the way, the physical doesn't have to mean sex, right? Like it could mean just exploring each other and in other ways. And by doing that, you'll, and, and over time, you'll see how you can trust because Obviously, that's the only way that you'll be able to trust is to see if if he's consistent in that way, in the way that he provides that security for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 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 I think that when you like allow yourself to do just a little bit in time, I think that'll feel better for you too. So the notion is, is just to do a little bit, little bit, little bit. And, and as you get more comfortable and, and you guys together, then you can decide when it's time to be a little more open with, with both the emotional and the physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? That sounds good. Yes. I'm still wondering about this, like the trust, like how to have conversations about trust and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a bigger conversation. I don't think at this point, right. That you have to sit down and have this, we need to talk about trust, you know, kind of thing. I think you're better served in having the actions happen that will inherently lead up to the trust if that makes sense. Cause I know like a lot of times people want to try to get that trust by having the talk or, you know, like what are ways that we can talk about the trust, but to be honest, people could talk about trust until the cows come home, but unless the actions back that up, it's all for naught. So I think you're better off just reinforcing him with like, Oh, I love it when X, Y, and Z, like anything that builds trust in your mind, reinforce him. Like, I love when, you know, you call me every day or text me every day, you know, that makes me feel safe. You know, oh, I love this, da, 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 da. Like that's gonna, that's gonna reinforce him. And, and then if he's a good boy, as I call it, like he'll keep doing those things because you're teaching him how to build the trust rather than talking to him about it. Okay. Do you see what Got I mean? I, yeah. That that's, it's like when people write in their profile, um, 
you know, no drama queens or no scammers, please. <laughs> Do you really think that that's going to ward off the scammers? No, <laughs> is that going to ward off? The, like no scammers going to read it and say, oh, oh, I'm a scammer. I shouldn't contact that person. That's what I'm saying. Like people have good intentions, but it really is the actions in the end that's going to like tell you everything. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, Mary, I I adore you. I'm so excited that I get to like continue on this journey with you. Um, Are are there anything that you would like to end with and say, like if if people were thinking about coaching or, you know, getting more help for themselves and and maybe they're having a hard time, what would you tell them? What would help them kind of like think about it? I just, from my experience, like this was very, like working with Kimmy has been super helpful for me because, um, it's really easy to like, I feel like it's been something I've been working on for a while, but it's a completely different experience to have somebody who like knows what they're doing is competent, is capable. And it also, you feel like very safe and secure with, and like Kimmy's super positive and brings like this really great energy to the space and like that all is like very supporting like positive energy and like competency and stuff and her availability you know she really cares about her clients and like I feel very cared about and like I felt very like supported and I feel like she knows what she's doing (laughs) which um like which really like made me feel good about like kind of like listening to certain things that and suggestions that she had and everything. And I don't know. I also think that like the homework that she gives every week Mm. was like really, or every two weeks, I guess it was really helpful for me. So I think it's really helpful for anybody who's like looking to like make a change for the better. And it definitely works. And it's, it's like a two way street. It's like you do your part and Kimmy does her part too. Cause she can't like just drag you along. Um, so like, I think it's good for people who are like motivated to want to do something and are looking for a really great, amazing person to help them in this process. Um, Mm. so, you know, even if I hadn't found a great guy, like I still feel like it's worth it for, you know, just learning more about myself and doing things like focusing on myself of things that like make me happy, you know? So, and that is really worth a lot. <laughs> oh, Mary, that's so awesome. And thank you so much. And I, I loved working with you. And I think what you said is, is so important too, is that, you know, I, I can be the flashlight and, and shine the light on some things, but it really is up to you to do the work and walk through the light. And you did. And it's so true that like when you do the work and you really want something for yourself, you'll do it. And, um, I'm just so happy that you entrusted me in the process. Cause I know trust was a big issue and it was kind of meta for what we were working on. And, and what happens when, when you trust in other people, like, you know, how, how you can build that relationship and, and get to where you want to go. And it's so true. Like no matter what happens with this guy from here, it always, it's never really about the guy or the girl. It's always about you. And when you feel good about you, that's when, you know, other people will too, and you attract something different. So Mary, thank you so much. And I'm excited to keep helping you. Yeah. Thank you, Kimmy. I'm excited too. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun on your trip. I can't wait till you get back. (laughs) Bye. 
And thanks for joining me today. You listening, this has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com, to see more ways I can help you learn how to date smarter, not harder, but attract the right kind of love. And if you want to do that, just hop on a call with me. Click on the link that you see in the show notes. And who knows? Maybe you will be the next success story on my podcast after your first call. And remember, working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now.